0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello and le- welcome to another episode of Letters, Lectures of Fall and Today I'm talking about one of the main barriers to bliss. To make no mistake, that's what you should be feeling on a constant basis is bliss. That's what you were designed to feel. But then something got introduced into our brain called thought. And when you married that with the Western principle of self-dissatisfaction, the Western educational tool of instilling self-dissatisfaction for the purposes of keeping you industrious, when you marry that with just aimless thinking, you end up with a lot of negative emotions. And you can just think of a negative emotion like a punch in the face, except it's you that's doing it. So every time you allow yourself to feel a negative emotion or you re-experience a negative emotion, you're essentially taking your fist and jamming it into your eye. Now, a lot of people think that negative emotions are a necessary part of life, and they really aren't. Sure, now and then, you got to take a punch now and then, but every day, all day? Because that's what happens when you let your mind just float off into thinking. It always veers into the negative. Because you're driving the car and you're not really steering the wheel. You're kind of just letting the car go into a ditch. Now, this ditch was built by our educators. They built us a... a, um, I don't what I'm trying to say is I don't necessarily believe that thinking is always the road to ruin, but I just think under the unique circumstances of the Western education system. Aimless thinking leads us down a very um, painful road. And while you may not regard emotional pain as as damaging or as fearful as a punch in the face. I can tell you that it's doing much more internal damage than any punch could ever do you. Every single time you experience a negative emotion, your body um, secretes a poison into itself and tries to kill itself. And you can imagine with repeated doses that you would soon become a very uh, shriveled up, dead, decrepit thing. You need to let go of these emotions. And the way to let go of these emotions is to let go of thought. Thought is the thing that is the main barrier to bliss. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here about bliss. You can have thought or you can have bliss. But you cannot have both. you understand that? If you're allowing your mind to get filled with thoughts, just aimless thoughts, then you are essentially blocking it from bliss. So, And you have one job in this world, okay, is to take, well, a couple jobs, but one main one. First to breathe, of course. Take deep, long breaths, which will incidentally help you on the second one. Which is to keep your mind free of debris. Now it's okay. It's like easier said than done. Right, Mike Trojan? Easier said than done. You know, you get mad about something, you get mad at someone. Someone really upsets you, or you really upset yourself. In both cases, it's always misplaced anyway. I can argue you out of any negative emotion, precisely because most of it is built on either anger at oneself or anger at another, or sadness or depression, and, and these are all interrelated. Depression is usually born just from... From just constantly the constant echo in your head that you are not good enough, that you are not doing enough, that you are not working hard enough, that you are lazy, that you are not living to your potential. And then there's just like all the, the tra the, the jealousies that you have about wanting to be in a better place in life and, and seeing other people there. And, and just feeling kind of like envious. These, I mean, the the seven deadly sins kind of encompasses where you end up when thinking is just allowed to just go on. And they just lead you down the road to further and further away from bliss. So the only way to get to bliss is to get rid of thought. And the first way I like to get rid of negative emotions is just to see just to see what's going on there, okay? So let's just say you're angry at somebody because they did something. And maybe it's somebody that you care – maybe it's somebody you think should know better. It's somebody who you think is relatively intelligent, and therefore they shouldn't do something like they just did. So you're kind of shocked and you're angry. But you have to understand that what you're angry at isn't the part that you talk to, isn't the part that you have communed with on a mental level. talking about if a good friend wrongs you here. Remember, you're dealing with his ego. You're dealing with his autopilot. His autopilot has committed this wrong. His e- his, his His thought process may try to justify it. But ultimately... It wasn't, his, it wasn't the fault of the person you know, the person you've connected with. And it's the same for yourself. I talked about this on the earlier episode. You're not the person who did the thing that you feel guilty about. That's a different person inside of you. That's an autopilot person. That's an ego person. And that person gets engaged when you're in thought. So in order to... Stay on the enlightened level. You need to sweep thought from your brain. So I sometimes like to just walk down the street and just say no thought, no thought, no thought, no thought, no thought, no thought. But even saying no thought, no thought, no thought, it's two words. It generates thinking. It is a thought. So it's a contradiction. Your mind needs to be empty. And you can practice it with entertainment. Entertainment can, if you merge successfully with an entertainment, if a movie captures your attention and has really has you on pins and needles, and that's all you're focusing on in that one moment, and nothing else is is distracting you or anything, you just want to know how this thing is going to unfold, that's you merging with the movie. And you need to be merged like that with reality. But as long as there's a thought barrier between you and reality, there will never be that merging. And that's where bliss is. Bliss comes in the merge. So you need to merge with reality. You need to really get into reality. Everything that you do should be fascinating for you. And what's keeping that from being true? Thought. Thought is there to tell you you shouldn't be fascinated. Thought is there to tell you that this is mundane. Thought is there to tell you that there's nothing special about this moment. Thought is there to tell you that you're a loser. And with when you allow thought to run on your brain, you're you're putting on a machine that is aging you. It's sending you quickly to the grave. Remember, once you get thought out of your mind, you are immortal again, and when you look at like the the Old Testament and Adam and Eve story, it kind of makes sense. Here you have two people that were in bliss, but then someone gives them thinking the fruit of knowledge, which makes the brain start generating its own field of Reality, of thinking, of thought, and that field casts you out of paradise. So you become industrious and you figure out ways to make the harsh, non-paradise a little more a little more like paradise, but it never really measures up because you never have the bliss. The bliss is missing. And of course, you could achieve it. You could take some uh, MDMA or take some um, LSD or smoke some weed or whatever. Get get wasted. And what happens is you achieve a little momentary hour or two of bliss, of just pure bliss. That's why people get addicted to these drugs. I'm sure people who get addicted to Oxycontin have the same issue. It's just a pillowy feeling of pure bliss, and they completely merge with the drug, and they understand that. But the, the whole point of the drug is to show you that it exists, that you can be in a state of pure bliss, and you'll notice in those states you have very little thinking going on, very little thought. And if you manage to have some thoughts, they start to be pretty positive thoughts be careful, beware, in the bliss state, you will start to have positive thoughts. And that will give, make you think you have the ability to have thought and bliss at the same time. That's a very short-lived union. Thought and bliss every so often will coalesce. Like in meditation, for example, there are thoughts going on in your head. You're told to watch those thoughts and just let them go by without really investing in any of them. And, I, I, and and you do achieve a sort of semi-bliss state, but as long as those thoughts are running, it's never really the bliss state that you could have if they were not running, if you're just empty, if you had no thought. So the goal of all meditation ultimately is to is to watch that stream of thinking and sit there long enough so that it finally just slows down like a fan that you just turned off. Slowly goes down, 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 down nothing. And then you've if you can get to that point in meditation that's considered to be great, but then you come back into the world and you turn your thinking back on and you go on with your day. What I'm saying is you should have no thought constantly. You should have no thought of the past, no thought of the future. You should be merging with the moment, getting really into it, getting really fascinated by it. When you get really fascinated by the moment, you'll notice this feeling in the back of your skull. It's like a warm feeling. It'll be the most unbelievable sensation you've ever felt it'll be better than any, even sex it's the communal it's your your mind communing with the now it happens when you become fully engrossed in what the now is doing and you and you do not let yourself drift off into a daydream but let's just say you catch yourself drifting off into a daydream you'll never be woken up by the pain that it causes you by the punch The self-punch in the face, which is all negative emotion. So I've just told you what negative emotions are, that they are essentially are – they're focused at the wrong thing. Anytime you're angry at somebody, you're angry at their autopilot. So it's pointless. Anytime you're angry about something you did, you're angry at your own autopilot, it's useless. And by the way, the only reason your autopilot was on, it was because you allowed thinking, you allowed thought to just unfold aimlessly in your mind. So you have the keys now, and it's just a simple matter of putting these keys practice first wake up in the morning i suggest in the morning is the is the easiest time to get derailed because you're groggy you're not you're, that that voice of self-hate is loud in your head everything seems kind of depressing till you have that cup of coffee or whatever i recommend trying to avoid any kind of stimulant Get a little mini trampoline. Jump on it a few times right when you wake up. That will remind you to sweep the thoughts from your brain instantly in the morning. Sweep them. Just consider yourself that you have a broom and you're sweeping them off. And you have a clean slate. And you're just you and the earth. Really get into where you are. You're in a virtual reality of like immense like reality. It's like it's you can touch it, you can taste it, you can feel it. This is the ultimate virtual reality. Everybody's trying to get into like some other virtual reality. It's like why? This is it. But to commune with it. Start to feel that I don't know if you've ever had um, a moment where you were just so interested in maybe something that someone was doing or that you started to get a little feeling in your head. But that's that's bliss. Bliss is when you are locked in on the reality, and it can only be achieved without thought, when thought is gone from the brain. So the trick is to have large, long, you have to train your brain to not think. To just be open, to be an open channel. And it's it's a simple matter of, of being on top of it, of just being observant of yourself. You know, you keep asking yourself, am I thinking right now? Am I just aimlessly thinking? Stop it. Disengage. That's a good way to um program your mind. Disengage. It's like disengage from the thinking of these things you're thinking about the past you're thinking about the future you're thinking about this problem you're thinking about that problem stop you feel that moment when you when you tell yourself stop thinking That little gap that's where it should be and you should be able to command it with like a hand gesture in your face Like maybe just like put your palm in your face. I suggest you put your palm in your face because you'll do that when you're lucid dreaming. And then you'll realize you're dreaming and you'll be able to take control of your dream. But in this virtual reality, you're also taking control of your dream. Because once you put your hand in your face, that's a command to your brain to stop thinking, to be an open channel. And to find the bliss in the moment. Now, this is all done without verbal cue. This is all done without verbal thinking. This is a higher level thinking, and it's it, it's a level thinking where it's no thinking, none, zero, zero thoughts in the mind. So you'll you'll notice when you get. You'll get frustrated. That's just debris in your – that's just debris. Take a deep breath. Sweep the debris away. It's caused by thought. You allowed yourself to think. You allowed yourself to become frustrated. You allowed yourself to think. You allowed yourself to become angry again about the same thing you got angry about last week. Anger is – it's enough Anger you you've you've been angry for a, you've been angry for like 300 lifetimes you can abandon it now and you felt guilty for 300 lifetimes you can abandon it now i already explained why it's it's a stupid emotion anyway all negative emotions are stupid and based on a fallacy Depression is just the continual punching in the face eventually converts to learned helplessness. They they found this – I don't know why they tortured animals like this, but they did. They realized that if they just tortured animal enough, it would just kind of cease to lose all – um, control, lose, just be a completely, just lie on the ground and just learn helplessness, they call it. And it's a depression that forms after repeated exposure to negative emotion. Not to mention the cancer, all the different ailments, every single one, and they don't teach any of them in medical school, every single disease started out as a negative emotion. Every single little white hair on your head, every wrinkle, every every pound that you've gained since you were if you were young and slim and you, and you gained weight, that's a negative emotion basically weighing you down. So just let go of your thinking. Don't worry about the negative emotions are going to come. They're faster than thought, unfortunately. So it's not like you you can never overcome negative emotions by thinking because negative emotions outrun thinking, but they also are caused – I mean they also cause negative emotions. So thinking causes negative emotions. So though negative emotions are going to come in, they can't come in if thinking is not occurring. Hey, they're going to sneak in. You know why? Because thought is going to sneak in. Thought always sneaks in. But it's your job to kick them out. Thought is the devil. That is what the snake was in the Garden of Eden. Thought. There's nothing to think about. You will, as things come into your into your fold, into your, into your presence. You will, your thought will be used to interact, but that's all it should be used for. It shouldn't be thought to, it shouldn't be there ruminating on all these things. Now, of course, if you're trying to write something, if you're trying to work out a specific problem, that's intentional thinking. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'll have to tell you, be careful to turn it off. Once you're done intentionally thinking, because the tendency for most people is to do some intentional thinking and then they just leave their brain on and they keep thinking, but now aimlessly. And what happens then? Negative emotions, aging, death, sickness, We're overweight, underweight, ugly, smoke cigarettes, smoke shit whatever get high do anything try to get bounce yourself out of it and then the repeated use of drugs to try to get yourself out of it it it's pointless okay there you're once you do a drug to try to get you to that bliss state on the other side of that drug is like a worse sleeping state is a worse autopilot so you're just going to end up like doing something that is just going to upset you more, and then that's the thing. When you're not on autopilot and you're just living in the world, you rarely do something wrong. You rarely do something for which you feel guilty. In fact, I would, I would argue you never do anything bad when you're fully aware. You only do stuff bad when you're, when you're thinking. You're thinking about something else. Somebody pisses you off, and you fly off the handle. If you were totally present in that moment, you'd probably be like a good Samaritan. You'd just be like, all right, man, you know, it's cool. Because that's how you should be. And it's like, oh, well, you had it coming. No, they never have it coming because it's their ego that's doing it. And their ego, you can't punish their ego. Their ego can't do anything else. And you can't punish the thinking part of them. That's why jail is so stupid. I mean you're 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 jailing somebody for something their ego did. You're jailing their full consciousness for the transgressions of one part of their consciousness. So it's misplaced there, it's just misplaced to ascribe responsibility to the enlightened being in that person. It's not their fault. Everybody's everybody's struggling with this. So and especially in the western world the western world has inculcated this dreadful depression in us this dissatisfaction with our lives with ourselves nothing is ever enough if you really start to uncode the western education nothing is ever enough but that's great if you're like uh a working stiff in the society, they basically tied a pole to your head with a stake at the other end of it, and you'll never catch the stake. You'll run forever, grasping for that nirvana. The bliss state, really, is what you're looking for, and here it is. It's right behind the veil of thought. Sweep aside that veil, and there it is. It's very simple. Stop thought. So get up in the morning, bounce a couple of times, either on the floor or on a little trampoline. That'll just tell you, okay, I got to sweep the thought out. Get a dry brush, a dry skin brush. Brush your entire body with it. This will also present the image in your mind of brushing the thought off your pathway of your mind. So all thinking that is now accumulated from the night of dreams and everything, it's just going to be hot, really heavy when you wake up. And it's going to be clouding your mind. All these old men voices with red faces clouding your mind. They are also victims of their own thoughts. And that's the thing. is like You can't hold anybody responsible because they're all just victims of this this system this 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 aimless thinking coupled with the western culture's self nihilism self-hate get get on the trampoline jump up and down jump on the floor whatever and then get a brush a dry skin brush brush your entire body before you um get into the shower then from from the moment from get from the, don't drink any stimulants just you know it's I think it's good to to fast on this period if you really want to wake up did you want to fast like you know eat like once a day within like a two hour window and then just fast for the next twenty hours because. Like, food is another, is just, it's another, it's, it's another trap of bliss. It's not, it. the people who aren't experiencing bliss will tend to go to food because food, when you're eating it, mimics bliss. You notice when you're eating something that's really fucking good, it stops your thought? That's why it feels so good. It tastes good, tastes good too, but the taste jars you from your thinking. Hell. And so you break into it. So people of course they fall in love eating hot fudge sundays. They they fall in love with that doing it. Because in that moment when they're eating that like great fucking Sunday, they're not thinking about anything. Their mind is empty. All they're doing is tasting that great ice cream and the cold and the hot and oh my god, it's so good. The banana, whatever, banana I don't know, banana. Anyway, sugar, man, sugar is like the ultimate – Like it, it short-circuits your, um, your hating at thoughts and thoughts and, and gives you that momentary bliss. So, of course, you, people can become very uh, addicted to sugar for that reason. So it's just another drug. Try to do this without drugs. You don't need these drugs. These drugs are training wheels anyway. Like, how long are you going to ride your bike with fucking training wheels on them? After a while, you know, every once in a while you check in with them, you know, commune with the drug. But, like, on a daily basis, doing a drug, it's like, it's counterproductive because you want to see that your mind can achieve bliss without the drug. Otherwise, like, I don't know, it's kind of depressing and it spurs more thinking. You want a, you want a clear mind. You have to have a clear conscience. So, of course, you have to be a good person. You have to do things that – you have to understand why you do things that aren't so good, and it's, it's always because you were lost in thought. And so the only way that you're going to say – if you ever want to say to yourself, oh, I'll never do that again, well, the only way to be sure of it is to be present at all times. And to not allow yourself to get lost in thought again. So that's your only job here on earth. Well, there's two, of course breathing deeply and sweeping thoughts from your mind. And once you do that, the powers that you unlock will be unbelievable. First of all, you will never have to wait for a train or a bus again. I promise you things will just start to work out. You will have the power to manipulate reality in a profound way. But you really need to be immune. You need to get to a point where you just don't feel negative emotions anymore. And that can happen. There are people there are people who have achieved this. They call it enlightenment. Whatever you want to call it. I call it bliss. It means it just means feeling always great. And like negative emotions just don't come in. But it's a it, it it takes a disciplined mind and it takes some some discipline about your habits too because your habits have all been they they've grown up like like warts because of your um because of your addiction to thought They've grown up like warts because of this haze of thought that has come up over you. You're like in your own prison. Thought is a prison. It's like everybody's expectations, your own unrealistic expectations, uh, voices about, you know, that you're not doing this right or that right, that you're stupid, that you're poor, that you don't have enough money, that things are hard, blah, 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 blah. Problem this, problem that. What about my future? What about my past? Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, That's where thinking leads you. Of course, it starts out positive. You can think about good things all the time. And I did advocate for a while thinking about your best memory. And that's a good thing too, but ultimately the only re- reason you should do that is just to think about the feeling you were, you were having and try to get that feeling in your head. But you should eventually be able to get rid of the um, the memory and just go right to the feeling. So the the memory drops out, and you start to recognize the feeling that you had in that moment, and that's bliss. And bliss is this this brain communing with the, the reality that's in front of it instead of some reverie of thought. I think I've repeated myself way too much of this, but I don't care. It's fucking important. So do it. Stop thinking now.